Welcome back to Twigs on the Rocks. I'm Leo Blotner. This is Abe Lovich. And today we have a very exciting episode. We will be discussing where Alexis Lafreniere is going in the qualifying round and looking back at our predictions. And most importantly, our predictions for the first round. But before we get into that, for a chance to be on the show, follow us on Instagram at Twigs on the Rocks Podcast and DM us done and you will be automatically entered for a chance to be on the show. Also join the Twigs on the Rocks Bracket Challenge League. You have to enter by Tuesday. This is your last chance because the playoffs start tomorrow. Let's go. But, and we will be getting into it where Alexis Lafreniere is going. And he is going, drum, drum roll, please. Boop, 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 boop. The New oh, York Rangers. Rangers. Let's go. I mean, they're going to have such a good team in three plus years. Yeah. Oh my God. They're going to win, I'd say, a second half of 2020, at least two cups. They're going to have Lafreniere, Capo Caco, Fox, D'Angelo, Anderson, Hedl, Bushnevich, Keandre Miller, Lindgren, Chesterkin, Chesterkin, and Georgiev. Oh, my God. Their team is so good in the future. And they still have Panarin and Zibanejad. So, I mean. Oh. Yeah. They're t- they have such a good youthful team, and it's stacked. Definitely with – I agree with you. In the next 10 years, they're going to win multiple cups. They're all going to be great within the next – I give it three years until they're, like, top of the league. And, well, we'll see how they work out together and who Lafayette is going to be playing with. Yeah, I, in the future, left wing, right wing, dynamic duo with him and Capo Caco. It's going to be insane to watch. We'll see who centers them. I mean, wow, just oh, going to be so good. going to be so hard to stop. I'm glad they're not in the Atlantic. I'm so glad the Leafs didn't get it. But, I mean, the Rangers, I kind of wish we went to the Wild because they're worse, but – the Rangers are going to be really good. They're going to be very exciting to watch in the future. And, yeah, let's get into our qualifying round lookbacks. Yeah. Well, just one more point before we go into them. Like, I'm just very happy that he did not go to the Oilers or the Penguins because if he did, that would have just been insane. Like, those teams would have just been too good. But, like you said, right into the, our predictions from last time and going and how they came out. Personally, I said Leafs, like Columbus in five, and it happened. Like, there were, there were two different three-goal comebacks, both won in overtime for both teams. It was insane. Those games were spectacular to watch, and it was just, what a game. Yeah, building off your point there, I picked the Leafs. I just thought they were better than Columbus. I thought they could get their stuff together. They're so talented. They couldn't do it against Tortorella and the Blue Jackets. Um, they, they didn't have a proven goalie in Frederick Anderson in elimination games, and that showed it was very costly for them. He let up such a weak goal in the third period um, on Liam Foodie. But, yeah, I mean, Columbus in five. Insane comeback by the Leafs, though, in game – or Columbus in game three, but even more so the Leafs in game four. Under four minutes, three goals, and then to win in overtime. Just – I mean, I love watching the Leafs lose, but it's the most Maple Leafs thing ever to come back all the way in game four just to lose in game five. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's so funny. It was, it was just watching a replay, but it was insane games. But on to the Rangers versus the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes swept in three. 
Personally, I thought the Rangers stars were going to pop up with Artemi Panarin and because of Benajad, we were just going to do much better than they did and win in five. But the Canes swept in three. They took charge, and they just did it early. Yeah, the Hurricanes really outplayed them there throughout the whole series. They started Lundqvist in game one and game two. Um, just, yeah, kind of questionable there. I'm not sure why. Maybe for the experience, but and, – and game three. And game three. Um, yeah, sorry about that. But, I mean, really, like, just kind of questionable, kind of a head-scratcher there. And Panarin Zibanejad couldn't really get going. They kind of got it. But, I mean, what they needed was them to, for, for them to produce heavily, and they couldn't do it. So, yeah, Kane's in three. Yeah. Well, the Rangers, as we said earlier, are going to be much better in later years. But, mm-hmm. Well, on to the next matchup, which was the Islanders versus the Panthers. The Islanders won in four. In my opinion, it was very uneventful. And, yeah, Islanders won in four. I agree with you. Four low-scoring, boring games. Uh, No team had a spectacular offense or defense or goaltending. They kind of just, like, skated back and forth. wasn't great to watch. But the Islanders do pull it out in four. So, yeah. Yeah, and from our predictions a couple weeks ago, I did predict the Islanders winning in four, but it was pretty bland, to be honest. I predicted the Islanders would sweep. Oh, I forgot to mention my prediction from before. I predicted the Rangers would win, but they lost. Um, I predicted the Islanders would sweep just because the Panthers kind of suck, and they almost did. They won in four. But going on to the next game, the Habs versus Penguins, almost everyone I talked to had the Penguins – I knew, I knew since the moment that Zach Aston Reese made probably one of the dumbest comments in NHL history saying, quote, I don't even know who's on their first line or exactly like that or anything like that. And um, yeah, since then I knew the Habs just had it in them. I mean, there's so much motivation there. Like, why would you even say that? From the moment he said that, I picked the Habs. Um, yeah, great four-game Four, great four-game series from the Habs. They outplayed the Penguins in all three of the games that they won. Price was phenomenal. And game four, the Habs played outstanding defense. Shut them out 2-0. Yeah, I had in my prediction the Penguins winning in four with Carey Price sneaking out one game. But like you said, he balled out, and it was quite a sight. And worst of all, I feel bad for Sidney Crosby losing on his birthday. He got eliminated. It was a sad sight to see, but who doesn't love a good upset? That's playoff hockey right there. You never know what's going to happen. It's true. I mean, it's not playoff hockey without a couple of huge upsets. And, yeah, so let's go on. Yeah. And I don't know if you would call this an upset, but for the East Round Robin, the Bruins, who were the first of the four teams, came in last, and the Flyers, who was in the last, I believe, of the four teams, came in first. Mm -hmm. Not as much of an upset, but still. Rising. Yeah, the Flyers were amazing. They won every game. Hart played phenomenally. Yeah. He showed what he can do, and he did it. Their offense played great. Their young group of guys that look up to their veteran leadership played great. Just um, Carter Hart is the Flyers goalie for the future. He's terrific. I believe me and you both predicted that the Bruins would come in fourth. Not many people predicted that, but we did. 
yeah. um because we watched them very very often and we saw the potential in them to suck and they kind of did they weren't great for the first two games game three they played really well just couldn't convert had a couple mental mistakes and lost two one in the Cavs. yeah well they sort of had like a slow uprising through the round robin they were terrible in game one Game two, they started picking up with roughly three minutes into the third. They started connecting. They started playing well. They just couldn't seem to score as much. And then in the third period against the Lightning, they played well, and they played well throughout the whole game against the Capitals. But they made two mistakes, and they just couldn't connect on offense. Yeah. I mean, four goals throughout the whole round robin, just unacceptable. Yeah. But for the Capitals, they I thought they were looking solid the whole time. They got the OT versus Tampa. So they were on par with Tampa, but Tampa was missing Stamkos and Hedman. So I think they're going to be... No, I'm pretty sure Hedman got injured in the Flyers game. Oh, but the Flyers still won that game. Yeah, and they were still missing Tampa, so... Or no, sorry, Tampa was still missing Stamkos. Sorry about that. (laughs) Yeah, my my bad. It's okay. It's okay. And, like, Tampa coming in second, though and the Capitals coming in third. Mm-hmm. Kind of surprising. Uh, we both got number four, right? Um, yeah, neither of us got – actually, did you pick Tampa for two? I picked Tampa for two, but I put the Capitals in first. Yeah, I put Tampa at one, Capitals at two, Flyers at three, Bruins at four. So, yeah, I mean, we did decent predictions. You did a little better there, but, yeah. Yeah, so now let's go to the West, looking back on our predictions. Um, yeah. So first, the Hawks versus the Oilers. I picked the Oilers. Hey, what did you pick? I also picked the Oilers. I had them in four with playoff game pulling up one game. But another wow. huge upset here in the West. Another 12 beating a five seed. Again, would not be playoff hockey without the huge upsets. Um, there's a lot of scoring depth on the Hawks. They played really well against Dreisaitl. McDavid, though, still went off. Playoff Kane is back. He didn't go anywhere. Kubalik, very, very good. Five points in his first ever playoff game. And every game was super high scoring. I don't know how that's going to fare with the Blackhawks in the future of the playoffs without great defense, but their offense really picked him up in the series and he's played really well. It was quite an exciting matchup. And like, like we said earlier, it would not be playoff hockey without something like this. Yeah. The Canucks and Wild, uh, I picked the Canucks to sweep the Wild, actually. The only, reason in, the only reason being, you know, the Wild, if you think about it, are kind of the Panthers of the West. Um, huh. Both irrelevant. Both, eh. You're right. Like, you don't think of them. I know, right? right. The the West. Um, I picked the Canucks to sweep just because the Wild suck. Uh, the Canucks ended up winning in four games. They won game four in OT 11 seconds in. Overall, the Canucks outplayed them, and Quinn Hughes is a god. He played Man's phenomenally. He, that man is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Blue the ball. Jets versus the Flames. The Jets lost Line, Schleifel, and Mason Appleton to injuries. So, clearly, the Flames dominated. Even though Connor Hellebuick was pretty good, the Flames won in four. Like, yeah, Hellebuck didn't play as well as he did in the regular season, especially losing Line, Shifley, and Appleton all in the first game. Um, actually, I'm not sure Appleton, but I know Shifley and Line lost in the first game. Oh. And Hellebuck didn't play 
as well as he did in the regular season. Couldn't pick him up. In my prediction on the podcast, I predicted the Jets. But I thought it over some more. And for my ESPN pick him, I actually did pick the Flames. So I was right there, but I was wrong in the podcast. I stuck with the Jets for my predict for my prediction when five games I thought it was gonna be a little bit more intense but injuries happen can't really see those coming Mm -hmm. moving on to the Coyotes and Predators our last qualifying game that we're gonna go over because the last one the Coyotes outplayed them Kemper played really really well but I was kind of surprised that the Predators didn't start Rene again another head scratcher and goal Saras played well but not good enough for the Predators to beat the Coyotes. Yeah, it was there were they had some amazing moments during that game on both sides, but like you said, I was listening to some announcers the other day. They were also very confused and they thought Rene was gonna be put in goal. But like you said, Kemper did play very well. Taylor Hall also played pretty well. And on to the round Robin. In first place was the Knights, they played amazing. Robin Lerner might start round one. They have an amazing goalie duo now. It's gonna, yeah, I find that very funny how at the deadline, the Blackhawks traded Leonard to the Knights for, I believe it was like a third round pick. And now, Leonard, because obviously, like at the time, they were not going to make the playoffs because this was unforeseen. But they end up playing each other. Leonard going against his old team for half a season. And yeah, just I think I think it's pretty funny. Might backfire a lot, but who knows? Leonard might start. Flurry might start. Leonard played really, really well in the round robin. So we'll see who goes there. Yeah, and the stars came in third place. Once again, not the most eventful team to be watching in that series. They sort of just slid slid into the rankings. They played fine. Not much to say. Yeah, and the Avs coming in at number two. It was an OT loss in game three. That's what put him at number two against the Golden Knights. Yeah. But, yeah, they played really, really well. Personally, I think the Avalanche are better than the Golden Knights. They just lost an OT. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like I said, the Stars sort of just slid in thirds. But I watched the Blues play. They did not play well. They did not have the intensity. They just – Bington wasn't on top of himself. They just weren't playing well. I don't think they're going to go very far in the playoffs. Yeah, they're kind of like the Bruins of the West. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Moving on to the first round and our predictions for that. First game – or first series I meant, we got the Knights versus Hawks. Yeah. I predict right now the Knights are going to win in seven. Playoff Kane is going to come back, but it won't be enough to take down such a strong team. With, like, like we said, Lerner and Marc-Andre Fleury on amazing goalies, won't, and they will come over Playoff Kane, but it's going to be a showdown. I believe that the Knights will win in six. I think the Hawks are going to take game one, then the Knights will regroup, take the next three, Hawks are taking it in game five because they do not go away easily, but then the Knights end up closing out the series in six. I don't know why. I can. I just, like, see it, though. I can envision it. Makes I don't sense. know what it is. I, I just see it happening. I see that. That makes sense. And for the next matchup, the Colorado Avalanche are playing the Coyotes. 
I have the Avs coming in five. I think Taylor Hall is going to underperform. And Darcy Kemper is going to be pretty good, but just not enough to beat such a strong team like the Avalanche. He's going to take one game out for a shutout and take a win. But other than that, I think they're going to – the Yotes are going down. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. I'm also saying Avs in five. Um, I mean, I feel like either one of these series, the Coyotes or the Blackhawks could uh, win. We see it all the time in playoff hockey. But I'm going to go with the Avs. I just think they're too good of a team to lose to the Coyotes in the first round. They have that experience. Not too far, but they have some playoff experience, and they have a ton of young, like, fast players that can play. So I'm going Avs in five. I agree with you there. Stars and Flames. I'm going to go with the Flames, actually, in six games. I just think the Stars are going to underperform. And the Flames are going to win, coming in as, I believe, the sixth seed? No, the eighth seed. Uh, yeah. Um, I have to disagree with you there. I think Tyler Sagan, Ben, are going to ball out. Ben Bishop, Anton Kudobin, they're going to be amazing, I think. But the Flames looked very strong last time. They're going to be good, but the rest of the team won't be as good especially with Rupe Hintz and many other good players. They're going to be solid, but they're not going to be enough to win so easily. The Flames are going to be putting up a fight. I say stars in seven. I love Rupe Hintz, but uh, I'm going to have to disagree with you there, you know. I mean, for the same reasons I was saying before, I just don't think the stars really have it in them. I think the Flames coming off of playoff intensity, uh, you know, their playoff intensity from the qualifying rounds, I think they can pull it out. Mm. Yeah, well, on to the, the next matchup. It's going to be the Canucks versus the Blues. Based on what I saw in the round robin and watching Quinn Hughes, I think the Canucks are going to win five. They're going to take the Blues down. Bennington is going to underperform, especially in the shadow of last year. It's got pressure buildup. He's going to crack. Oh, no, I'm going with the Blues. Going with the Blues in five, actually. I think they can squeak out four wins just by a little bit, and then just get killed in one of the games by the Canucks in five, or in, in, a, in one of the games. So I think that the Blues are going to take down the Canucks in five. Well, like we said with last time, like. um, Yeah, and going to the Eastern Conference playoff prediction, um, I have Philly beating the Habs. Uh, I also have Philly beating the Habs, with, but I think it's going to be a goalie showdown. Hart versus Price experience versus a young talent, and I think the Flyers are going to win in seven now because they have a much stronger offense. I'm going Flyers in six. I think the Habs, Carey Price can't stand on his head for too long. Um, I mean, he, we already saw it happen in the qualifiers. Philly just playing out of their mind right now, so – Going Philly in six. Uh, I mean, they have great players already, like we were talking about. But yeah, I think they're going to win. Yeah, well, like our predictions from last week, it's playoff hockey. Anything can happen. So we're going to see what happens when it, it happens. I wouldn't be surprised if the Habs won. I would not be surprised either. But on to the next matchup. A rematch of last year's first-round matchup. It's the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh, it's going to be a good series. Yeah, Tampa's well, mad, and they're ready. Yeah, there's Columbus, who's coming off a great Game 5 win, going 
going up against a hurt Tampa without their best forward and without second best forward and without their best defenseman, a Norris candidate. Um, I'm especially coached by John Tortorella, already having that really hot goaltending duo in Merzlikens and Corpusalo. I think Columbus is actually going to take this one, even though Tampa is fuming from last year's sweep. Still got to go with Columbus. Yeah. Columbus well, I have a few conditions on my predictions here. If, if somehow Stamkos and Hedman come back, then Tampa in five. If they're in, Tampa in five. But if not, which I don't, I don't think they're going to be coming back, Columbus in seven. It's going to be a heated game. The NHL world and the hockey world as a whole is going to ridicule it so much after, after last year. Tampa will be made fun of, but they are still going to put up a fight. Mm-hmm. And actually, I'm going to change mine Columbus in seven. I just think it'll be a little closer. But, uh, I mean, if you want to see Tampa versus Columbus, if you want to see some good memes, follow us on Instagram at Twigs on the Rocks podcast. We post great memes about it. But continuing on, Capitals versus Islanders. I'm going to go with the Capitals. Um, I just think they're significantly better than the Islanders. The Islanders don't really have a proven playoff goalie. The Capitals, they have Hopi, who's been proven in the playoffs, but he had an under 900 save percentage, I believe, this year. He was just terrible. But I think they can pull it out. They played well enough against the Bruins that they can beat anybody. So going Capitals over the Islanders in seven, another seven-game series for me. I am taking this in a slightly different direction. I still have the Capitals winning there, but I have it as a sweep. Like, I think the Capitals are going to sweep. I think that they're better in almost every single way than the Islanders. And I think that they're just not even going to put up as much of a fight as we thought they would. They're, I think Capitals are going to sweep it in four. Okay. Moving on to the Canes versus the Bruins. Another series where one team swept the other team last year. That's looking for revenge this year. Last year, the Bruins swept the Hurricanes to go to the Stanley Cup final. So they eventually lost in seven games. Very disappointing. But I think the Canes right now are so hot. They just swept the Rangers. They've already played with the playoff intensity. They look great. The Bruins, not so much. I really, really want the Bruins to win. I don't know how confident, or I'm not too confident that they can win. But I have the Bruins winning in seven. Well, I'm going to take this in a little bit of a different direction, too, here. I have the Bruins in six, maybe five, more six, because watching their growth over the round robin, I think that's just going to continue. Bruce Cassidy is drilling them hard during the practices of what I've seen, and the Canes just had a little bit of a break. And as we realize, breaks aren't that much of a good thing. So, true, the Canes are going to put up many good fights and Basically, every game, I think the Bruins are going to win it in six. And true. And uh, going, going off of the sweeps, last year, it was a chain of sweeps that the, next, that the team that swept ended up losing. So first start off, the Islanders versus Penguins. Islanders swept the Penguins. And then the Islanders got swept by the Hurricanes in the next round. Then the Hurricanes got swept by the Bruins in the next round. And then because of all of that time off between each time, they kind of lost their momentum, and then the Bruins ended up losing. So actually, I can see – Bruins are winning because the Canes are a little rusty with their time off. Yeah. Also, I think another reason the Bruins lost many of the round robin, well, mainly just the round robin game against the Capitals, because they couldn't really connect on their high-powered offense. But that's what they're working on this week. I think that they could pull it off. Yeah, they didn't score a power play goal in any of their games. And they also didn't have Kasha or Richie or Rask in all of their games. So, yeah. 
going to have to go with that prediction. And on that note, thank you so much for listening throughout the whole episode. Really appreciate it. Yeah. I'm Abe Lovich. This is Leo Blotner. We are Twigs on the Rocks. Thank you guys so much for listening and see you guys next time.